everyone, and welcome to episode four of Burly. Your bears. And a teat. Teat! Life has kind of got in the way for me a bit. I've been working at silly o'clock at all hours, but now I have forced my way back to balance and we can jump back on the podcast train. Um, it is fair to say, Burley, I have missed your dulcet tones and I just want you to just tell me what's going on with you, man. How's life? What's going on? Well, I think it's been many, many it's, episode three. When was that recorded? About six weeks ago. 1973. Weeks ago. <laughs> 1973. Feels like <laughs> it with these weeks that are going by. <laughs> uh, so since that last week, it wouldn't. You know what? It could be another 12 weeks since uh, you can add on, and absolutely bugger all would have changed since then as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's been pretty much the same, same thing for the last uh, 12 weeks of. Um, getting up early, being screamed at, having water thrown on me, being pissed on, having tantrums, watching Disney Plus, <laughs> trying to build some Lego, having it thrown at me, uh, re repotting and trying to re-salvage Play-Doh, having the hose sprayed at me, getting out in the sun, going for walks and then her just me carrying the scooter and then going to bed and uh, passing out every single day. <laughs> I can't believe how much of your daily life involves being hit by liquid. <laughs> yeah it does honestly it does i've been, yeah i have been peed on uh a couple of times only a little bit um but uh you know wiping wiping bums chucking wee in the pot in the from the pot into the toilet i mean there's a lot of wee involved picking up poo as well you know picking up dog poo picking up drew's poo uh just trying to have my own poo um as <laughs> You know, there's just a lot of poo in my days. Well, uh, um, we've had Burley. Let me. This is a gorgeous segue because we have had some fan mail. No, no, don't be teasing me now. Did you write it? <laughs> yeah, I did alone while pooing. Um, yeah, I, we've had some fan mail, um, and it, it's a uh, a question submitted for us in the fan mail. Um, okay. The uh, it, the fan mail. It's written by a. Ruko Musto. <laughs> oh, <this guy. laughs> okay, yeah, we get that. <laughs> so our dear friend Rocco, I I feel actually quite bad about this because he submitted a question for our last episode where we did our open Q&A and he asked a question and I forgot to ask it. No, standard. It's not okay, is it? It's really unacceptable. And he wants to know and it's, this is, I realised a couple of the questions that we dealt with were directed at me. They were from some former students who wanted to know some thoughts about uh, JTPA, the academy I used to run. And this question, though... Oh, from... still going on about that. God. Sorry. Leave it alone in the past. Yes. <laughs> put, it on the du- put it on the dumpster fire. It's already burning. Um, so uh, Rocco wanted to know a question. He asked you specifically a question, buddy. This has nothing to do with me. Okay. And I will read it to you exactly as it was posed to me. All right. So there's no editorial. There's no editing going on. This is exactly the scoop. I'll even visualize his, him telling me as well because I, I can. Yeah, I can see it now. Can you like hear his speech pattern? With yeah, this? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, um, oh, I kind of want to try a, a Rocco impression now. Oh, I kind of want to. Tr- okay, Mr. Burley. <laughs> that's no. That's terrible. No, okay. it's not gonna work. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not Italian enough. Um, okay. So, uh, Mr. Burley. Is it true that you once shit six times in one day? Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down, no doubt. 
I couldn't I couldn't be able to tell you when exactly, but you know, d- definitely. He followed this up with a prediction. Yeah. And he just wrote, "I reckon the answer is a firm yes." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hesitate to give you the answer there, did I? No, because I think you knew intrinsically it was true. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, there's definitely been days where I probably have gone six times. It's This is a conversation I think is going to, A, be never-ending, but B, I don't know if it, we're ever going to get to the bottom of it, because, pardon the pun, because um, I just don't... I don't know why you poo so much. I, gar- no- I tell you what, if you want to know, if, if you really want to get it sliding, is get, give me Red Bull... And I guarantee for every single can of Red Bull that I drink, I will have at least one shite. So it, the equation is one Red Bull equals one poo. Yeah, okay. hands down. I should say this, though, and I, he probably is listening. My dear friend Nick Williams told me the other day, I, I hadn't seen him for a while, of course, lockdown. Yeah. I spoke to him the other day and he told me, yeah, I poo like on average three times a day. I found another one of you. It's, it's not it's i don't get people that yeah I, i'm not on my own i'm probably one of many but up until this point you are definitely the only person i know who averages three to four a day and now i've met a, one other person that but then how many people actually tell you how often they go and you, how honest are people being do you think there is a sort of uh inbuilt conspiracy here where people don't openly discuss their bowel movements ha- hands down people will be like Never want to say. People could be going 10 times a day, but they're like, oh, no, I'll go once or twice. They're going 10 times a day. They're not hiding a secret. They go, they're in the hospital. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, so I try and bring this up with my lovely patient fiance, Kit, oh my who, days. who obviously has to live with me, which I can imagine is just a whirlwind, whirlwind of unwelcome improv. Um, <laughs> and She must constantly be on edge. Like, what's going to happen? What's he going to say now? When's he going to put another finger in my butt? You know, like it's just. <laughs> uh, um, I, just the other day, I'll screw it. I'll just get into it. Um, the other day, she was cooking, and I came up behind her, and I mimed shiving her with a mimed shiv. Like I went, I'm tickling you, I'm tickling you. She's just cooking pasta, and I, I, yeah, I don't know what that, if that speaks to my psyche. We're a very happy couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a bit random. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's your optimism must be draining. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think it's the. F- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, 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 actually, I actually, I know how Kit must feel actually because I've got uh, I've got a Drew that is like equally as like, like instead of actually pretending to shift me, she she is trying to shift me with a one of her toy kitchen utensils <laughs> or, or, or urine <laughs> at this point, but um... and then actually weeing on me. So at least oh. you're not dropping trowel and doing a deuce on her feet you know that you know of because i don't want to talk about it right it's a secret <laughs> uh, but that i oh. <laughs> i'm never gonna for- i'm never gonna forget that she must find your optimism draining i want that on a t-shirt i really do that's so, so delicious Bernie. she must be so tired by the end of the day <laughs> She's so so weary about my glass half full approach to life um so yes uh this is a, it's an ongoing mystery i think there's going to be um uh, it, it'll be like did you ever see did you ever hear of a police program called cold case no okay no. Well, then, well that killed the bit there, didn't it? <laughs> um, sorry the end of that conversation oh uh, no it was a show about investigating old like shelved police investigations and i think that's oh all right so like new tricks <laughs> yes basically actually you're right that show is really derivative of cult you're right um uh this 
this conversation, this ongoing mystery, I so believe is going to become a cold case. It's going to be left alone because there'll be no evidence. We can't get to the bottom of it. And then you and I will be like in the old, like in the retirement home together. Uh, and it'll be reopened like 60 years from now. Um, and I can't wait to finally unearth the mystery of your bowels. Oh, imagine how bad my bowels would be when I am like 75. Is this a concern of yours as you age? Yeah, I'm definitely going to be in nappies. <laughs> 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 Unless oh. they invent, invent something else. or so, I'm going to be in nappies, mate. I'm going to be like, my. I'm just going to be pissing and shiting myself all the time. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother wearing trousers, I don't think. I think I'm just going to just bare bum it. Just full you know? bare bum adult just, nappy. Yeah, oh, that's Mr. Burley in the corner there, just just wearing a t-shirt. We know, know what, what I mean? he does. Yeah, he just crapping wherever he wherever he goes. Drew's there now, like fifty years old, and she's like, "Oh, I get it. This is yeah. the this is the payback." Especially the doc, because everything's going to be like liquefied as well, so it's just going to be ridiculous. It's just going to not even touch the size. It's just going to fall out of me. There is a whole episode of this podcast that I've just decided we're now going to do in, in, in the future, which is an episode about you and I predicting what the future is going to be like. Uh, it's very derivative of the Carl Pilkington Ricky Gervais podcast because they did a whole episode on this, but I would love to get your predictions on the future. Can we please save that for like episode five? I, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 do you know what? And I do, fr- not frequently, occasionally do think about, I wonder what it's going to be like in 50 years time. Oh my God, this is, this is, we're just, cre- we're just buzzing, dude. Our creativity, our phases are at maximum <laughs> right now. Um, so as always, we begin our podcast with our favourite returning segment, and that is... Twinge Manevers. Yar! Twinge Manevers. I'll definitely be editing out the horrible pause I gave myself because I, <laughs> I was I, like, who's going? I, who's forgot, going? I, forgot <laughs> I, went, I forgot I went first. <laughs> I almost did the whole thing just because, like, last time. <laughs> well, let's, yeah, let's give a little insight into our uh, process here because before the show today, we had to remind ourselves of what our jingles were. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's an ongoing problem for us that we just don't know. Just forget. Yeah. Just I I I I go to sleep and and just reset. I think I think that's the trouble <laughs> during the show because of the sound yeah, of my voice. Yeah, yeah. It's like when I'm at work and someone asks me something. I went. I've slept since then. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't even remember what I had for breakfast. I so... still have. I still have a poster that my dad got me when I was twelve, uh, which is a picture of Homer Simpson saying, "I can't learn new stuff because it always pushes old stuff out of my brain." <laughs> You've still got a poster from when you were 12. I do. I don't have it up. I still have it. <laughs> I, <was> just... <laughs> I, gave, I gave it to my son. I thought it'd be a fun little hand-me-down. Um, so, yeah. It's a, a twen- almost 20-year-old poster that's still knocking around. Still knocking around. Yeah. Is it in good nick? Not really. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty folded. It's not looking great. I don't think I own anything from when I was 12. I still have my N64. Well, you've got every game every console and every piece of hardware and game related thing you've ever had haven't you you've never traded in now oh this is now digging into some emotional territory because i was a moron when i was about 14 and i traded in most of my n64 games and i regret it so much i think i even traded in my gamecube for an xbox and i now have an xbox but and I now have a GameCube. I haven't. I've got another one since, and I've rebought a lot of the games. But my original print runs of my own stuff, I stupidly got rid of. Um, there is some stuff in there that is so valuable now. I'm such a moron for getting rid of it. 
Yeah, but when you're 14, who cares? You need the cash, <laughs> right? You need the cash. You need the credit notes from Electronics Boutique. Yeah. So, yeah. you oh, know. Electronics Boutique. Yeah, man. man. And then popping down a Blockbusters and renting an N64 game like, by taking the whole box to the counter. You know, that whole era. Just fascinating. There's another episode. You and I diving into our childhood. Nostal- nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. So, Burley, let me tell you what's been twinging my nethers this week. Yes, please. Because we've definitely just went off on a tangent. So, uh, <laughs> welcome, yeah. welcome to Burley the Tea. Um, <laughs> so, uh, let me tell you what's been twinging my nethers. But I've... Please share. Please share. Since my birthday, I turned 31 on the 23rd of May. Uh, the lovely gentleman that I'm talking to you right now, this <laughs> man called Adam Burley, bought me... A very interesting present and that present was a chocolate penis <laughs> was a... <laughs> and i loved I it get... and, and it was cast on my own very own pp <laughs> i i would didn't need the balls with it but it, it was i suppose it was um anatomically accurate so yes. and uh, you. you got some extra pubis there as well so okay i now feel deeply uncomfortable so um what <laughs> so you got me a this really thick i can't say thick <laughs> yes is it a what? Yeah. <laughs> oh no! It's pretty girthy, though, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was. So, um, it's substantial value so let, for money. Let's now provide some context for people listening. So, uh, you got me a game design book that yep. essentially breaks down the different processes of structuring a project, where you begin, the kind of job roles that are needed in a studio, and it covers so much in depth detail. There are things within the first five pages that I didn't know about, that I've learned. And you've actually, the, you've actually started to read it. Burley, this is what's been twinging my nethers, and it's reading... Amazing. Reading, I've got you into a book. You're read, actually reading a book. Yes, it's been... What's been twinging my nethers has been reading in bed. That has been something that has become this whole thing for me. Uh, that's was, turning 31 I think really isn't it do you think it's just the arrival of age yeah wisdom and all this stuff I uh, also my lovely mother shout out to Lynn love you mum got me a Star Trek Voyager 25th anniversary behind the scenes book that has like interviews with the cast and goes into detail about the production and all that stuff and I love Trek I love all those shows and it's been such a cool read to see the actors looking back 25 years on from doing the show so I've been kind of alternating between the two of them so I've actually got multi I've gone from literally reading nothing since I was a teenager literally not picking up a book and not being interested to having two separate quite hefty books on the go at the same time amazing I'm loving it Burley I, I yeah I mean, I, I, I'm into the books, into the audio books and stuff as well at the minute. And I mean, I've even got a few in the old uh, basket on Amazon ready to go for later as well. Locked and loaded. It is. It's just it's just a bit. Oh, I don't know. It's just insightful, isn't it? To, to, to try out and, and try and teach yourself these extracurricular things, isn't it? For your for your nerdgasms. <laughs> it's, it's just and, you're and, feeding your nerdgasms. And for your own sort of personal development, like you just want to dip into things that excite you. And yeah. I've it's it's a very public dream of mine that I want to have my own game studio one day, and I want to uh, run my own theatre as all be part of you know as one whole thing. And this you gave me this out of the blue. Obviously, it was my birthday. I realised, but you gave it to me, and I've just been so immersed in it. I'm so grateful to you because it has really opened my eyes to a side of the industry that I'd always kind of only flirted with. Burley, I thank you so much for that present. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. I, I, when I got it for you as well, I was a little jealous of it. 
Uh, oh, really? I got you, and I do this sometimes. I buy gifts for people, and my 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 way of thinking about buying for people is what would I want to get? <laughs> That's very I smart. Make it, I literally make it all about me. It's like. What do I want to be opening on my birthday? <laughs> what would make me get a little bit excited? Even if it's like a bit of a novelty thing, like, is it going to make someone excited for a period of time? Uh, and that's what you want, isn't it? That's, it's about that bit of wow factor. And, and, and if it can have a bit of a longevity to it, that's even better. Oh, always. So I managed to tick all the boxes with that one because you, uh, you kind of mentioned it in, a, in, in one of our recent conversations about it. And I thought, oh, I wonder if I can get in... Um, a book about it just to sort of like uh i know he knows certain things but i bet he won't know all the detail and there's always so much behind the door that you never know you yeah. don't appreciate until you dive into something i've barely scratched the surface of this thing and i've already had a new perspective on how difficult game development is but also how rewarding it can be i've it's really opened my eyes and i'm loving it so i'm so thankful to you mate for that it's a great present so um, I'm glad, I'm I'm genuinely glad that it has brought that level of um, satisfaction. Oh, from as my well. my nethers have been twinged to the point where it's chafing. <laughs> <laughs> just to continue, just to continue the penis metaphor. <laughs> oh, carry on. Why not, <laughs> Burley? What's been um, what's been twinging your nethers? Well, <laughs> I'm glad. It's interesting because um, I, obviously I bought you that book, which has twinged your nevers quite extensively. Um, <laughs> and the, what's twin, been twinging my nevers is something on equal par. Because when I bought that book for you, I was buying a book for myself. Hey! <laughs> and I bought, I thought, oh, I'm buying this. I might as well, for me, I might, oh, I'll buy something for someone else uh for you at the same time while i was doing it and uh what's been twinging my nevers is that i bought myself a book about um sort of concept art how to do, sort of become a concept artist yes and the processes behind uh how like how to tap into your creative juices and the, and the, and and how to be a con concept artist what, what's expected of you basically everything i love tapping into creativity dude that's yeah. so cool so I bought I bought this book by um can't remember the guy's name and <laughs> <laughs> great story <laughs> and uh, it's 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 almost like a it's like a it's almost like um uh like a going to college it's, he's done it in a way that he sets you tasks so he'll be, he'll he'll do it and then he'll and then you can score yourself based on what he sets you. And then gives you some tips on Ooh, how to achieve some, some bit of back and forth there with the book. That's yeah, cool. so the book is also it's a bit about the back, right? The back backdrop and a little bit about technique. But each sort of um, task focuses on a particular skill, if that makes sense. So it, it's right. Oh, this is what you need to do. But we're, we're focusing here on on honing this particular skill, and then the next task is then expand, continuing to expand upon it, basically. So it might be uh, how to um, come up with ideas for um, a, a crew of pirates, for example. But then he'll to go, oh, do you go with sort of uh, steampunk pirates or do you go with uh, sci-fi um, sort of spaceship pirates or do you go with the more realism pirates? 
And are they over the top? Do you know what I mean? Do they have all the flamboyant right. ribbons and, you know, gold and all this stuff? Or are they a bit more dirty and scummy? Um, or do you do like uh, creatures that you'd find on a, imagine Predator, but what would be mounted on his wall? Like you've got to find these apex Predator's heads that would be wall mounted. Like his, you've got to come up trophies. With all, yeah. So you've got to come up with loads of different creatures and how and show their ferocity you know and go that, into that sort of detail and stuff has that really drawn you in because it's made you more involved in learning about it well it's yeah well it makes you a bit like realize that these are the sort of things that interest you when you see a film or play a game is all the visuals and and and, and that, that sometimes when you pour something or uh, in a film i like to to go for the visual dictionaries and, and focus in on an image from a particular uh, program or tv show because i sometimes like all the you, you you take you don't always absorb all of the detail that someone's taken hours you know hundreds of hours of agonizing sort of uh, design and it's on the screen for a few seconds oh, and yeah. but you, you got to pause it and go actually look at all the detail there and all the uh it, you know all the, the, the 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 functionality and design of something is that's the sort of stuff that kind of makes me a bit like, oh, that's interesting. Nice. Uh, so this... I got this. I got this book, and obviously I've got a notepad and paper and stuff. I haven't actually put pencil to paper yet because um, I haven't found. I need to be clear of mind in a bit of a chilled environment, and I haven't been able to find get create that sort of environment yet. So I've just been going through the book really and just sort of um, dipping my brain in the processes at the minute and just sort of like nerding out on that. And just reading all the various tasks so I know what to expect rather than just do it page by page and do it over the next couple of few years and then get to the end. And So I want to write, I'm reading through it all first and all the different tasks. There's lots of imagery in there, which is quite um, good to look at and inspirational. And once I've gone through it, I'll go back to the beginning again and um, probably just start tinkering with a bit of pencil on paper. This is, just so, to... this is so cool, dude. I, I really liked your thing about the functionality of design because I've... The number of times I've been playing a Naughty Dog game, like Uncharted or The Last of Us, and I've literally stopped running or shooting or whatever and just stopped and looked around and gone, jeebus crystals. This, like, the level of detail in the environments and just the the attempts to bring realism into the game and believability I just blows me away. Stuff that I would easily have just breezed past because I'm running, you know, away from a boulder or I'm chasing a clicker. Yeah, you know? or even like the armor, like if you're playing a game and you're like your character's wearing a certain type of armor, I sometimes like it when it's third person and you like to like rotate round and then you oh. like to sort of soak it in. Do you know what I mean? Go, Mass oh, Effect. I did that in Mass Effect so yeah. much because the the N seven armor that you get as the default that you can obviously customize with colour, you just look so cool. <laughs> and it's just oh it's just I know, great. like and it's the same with like the Witcher. Like yeah. I would do that in the Witcher all the time. All the so many armor variations and stuff i just constantly nerd out on all the armor and when you got like in the game you've got really cool looking armor but then you pick something up that's better but it looks shit and you're like yeah i'll stick uh, with my other one i'm gonna stick with the crap one yeah because even though i the, look more badass yeah, even though the stats are objectively dreadful i prefer yeah. to have my other stuff hands down like i'm terrible for that in games i'm yeah, like oh, they do this i'm always well, like they make, you know, they you make know... <laughs> the best armor looking armor the worst statted one yeah you know me i like i had like the same engineer gun in Battlefield Bad Company 2 because I just I liked how it played it looked cool I didn't want to change it it was Battlefield 4 it was Battlefield 4 where you literally played the same gun setup oh that's right that's right forever and you never 
equipped anything else because you so liked actually, the gun. No, so I think, but it was statistically the worst gun in the game. It was, and, it and was... I, the thing is, I think I did. I Bad Company Two was right. I think I did it in both games. I think I did it <laughs> twice. Um, so yeah, no, I, I certainly have a, uh, especially because I've been getting so much into single player games lately. I have a huge appreciation for art direction and the process like i love an art book i've got the art of uncharted trilogy i've got the art of the last of us and uncharted 4 these big volume naughty dog um books where the the detail and the process of iteration as they go through updating characters and seeing how their look evolves throughout the development process i am fascinated by it and i think that book sounds awesome I've got one on uh, Halo. I've got one of the couple of the Halo ones as well. We've actually some of the the concept artists work in it and stuff. Oh, and it is, uh, come on! I'm, it is proper like we've we've talked at length before about our mutual love of the Halo series. So that I'd be all over that. So yeah, I I just find that stuff like really interesting, like the visuals of everything and how they come up with the ideas and the process that goes behind it and making something out of nothing. Do you know what I mean? It's it's just cool. I like it. I I think I denied myself in my earlier years of all these things, but now I don't care. I'm like I like all this stuff now. Embrace. <laughs> you know what? Actually, you've just hit on something there because I, when I was a kid, I used to out of fear of judgment, I would hide the fact that I was a Trekkie and I love Star Trek, uh, because I didn't have many friends that shared that opinion. So I thought it would be like viewed as this you know i'd be like a social pariah like no one would want to hang out with me because he's a nerd and the thing is of course as i've grown up things like marvel movies and sci-fi have become so popularized and so mainstream that now i like shout it from the rooftops and i think because i think i'm i'm a bit annoying in my love of star trek because <laughs> because i'm kind of overcompensating for the fact that i really repressed it growing up it uh, wasn't it wasn't as uh as easy to get into these sort of things when you were younger really wasn't it you were sort right. of more uh pushed more to sort of keep to the mainstream weren't you so um uh, and then you just sort of love these things behind closed doors um and equally as well sometimes having these sorts of hobbies can be quite expensive as well and you never really have the the, the the greens to, to to fund it not that i necessarily do now but i i, I could treat myself to more of these things now that's yeah, for sure. I, I find it easier <laughs> i find it easier to justify a console upgrade or a collector's edition because i'm working full-time and it's it's a lot harder to fund those hobbies like with pocket money or like sunday jobs when you're growing up you know so yeah i hear you on that i find it maybe also i don't know whether uh, getting older has given me old people's rights where I kind of go, I, I've definitely cared that you could draw a graph of the older I get, the less I care about what people think of me. Does oh, that... I, I've, I, I've got to the point of giving zero fucks now. Yeah. Literally. I, I don't care at all what people but not, think. Not, I, I care about um, if I have a, an opinion on something, like if it's political or, or a social issue. Look what's going, uh, on. Yeah, yeah. Look what's going things, on in the world right now. I, 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 I'm on about the unimportant things, like, you know, your personal little... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, hob- like your hobbies, do you know what I mean? It's <clears> the hobbies, <throat> your interests, me. like what TV shows you're into or what films you like and what books you like to read. Yes, you know? absolutely. That I, sort of thing. I, I think you can draw a line between that, right? Where if you're going to share an opinion on something that's really like socially important you want to be informed and you want to be um reasonable in in what you share and how you do it if it's stuff that's just like your hobbies and stuff you love i just like i don't care if people don't like it i'm into it i'm letting you know and whether you care or not about that or not is immaterial i'm just enjoying my thing and i don't have to justify it anymore oh i share i share stuff uh like on um on online with um uh one of my one of my uh friends that i used to work with um 
uh, and he we both have like almost identical interests in a lot of areas. Uh, and we used to come to work and we'd almost dress the same as well. <laughs> this is nice. my friend John that we used to work. He's the, he was the IT manager at Everyman. And we'd turn up, we'd literally have the same trainers, the same jumpers, the same. We'd shop in the same places, basically. And we would buy the same stuff. We'd have the same jackets. Oh, wow. Literally, we had the same jacket. We had several. This, and we would turn up some days. And sometimes we'd just be, oh, you wore that jumper today. I almost wore that one. We would have been samesies. And then some days you'd turn up and we'd look like clones. <laughs> but, is, he, uh, is he also like a bear? Is he a big guy? Uh, no, he's always big. He can't grow a beard as well as me. But uh, <laughs> he's, he's a bit more like he, he hits the gym a bit more. So he's a bit more like I'm taller and a bit bigger, but he's a bit more hench. Um but he, we love like like Star Wars and Lego, so naturally we always share like imagery with each other of Star Wars Lego. So it's like, check this out. Look at this massive Lego star <laughs> star destroyer that someone built. Oh, it's that's like awesome. All like people do building stuff in quarantine and with their Legos, and we're like, ah, oh, I would never be allowed. This is way too big. <laughs> I'd never. <laughs> our partners would never let us buy these things. Uh, yeah, we spend, we spend 300 quid on a Lego Death Star. We get kicked out, wouldn't we? Yeah, exactly. So, but occasionally, I, I spend like 25, 30, 40 quid or something. On a bit you know Lego. what, though, actually, Bernie? I, and, I, and I share it with him. I'm like, look what I bought. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a romantic. I, I, I gotta, I'm going to give... No, I'm going to make sure I give her credit where it's due. Kit, because she's just the loveliest maniac on the planet, my lovely fiancé, she, um, she has treated me for my birthday to the last of us part two collector's edition it's big nerd nerd gasm there oh my pants were full i um (laughs) it's not something yeah i know yeah i know we've obviously talked about how we don't need to justify our our hobbies anymore but equally at the same time the older i've gotten i i haven't invested so much in those kind of things in the collector's editions and all that kind of stuff but because the last of us is such an important game to me it's my favorite story in any medium and i'm so so excited for part two which is now you know at the time we're recording this fourth of june it's what a couple weeks out you know yeah it's crazy um she knew how excited i was and uh she got me the collector's edition as a present which is just insane so on she even got it so it would arrive on release day before midday so that she and I could install it and play it together. You know, sometimes they, they release these things a little bit early, don't they? So if you pre-order, sometimes they release it a day or two before the official... I, I put down my pre-order a while ago, and what she's done is she's then paid for it, right? So yeah. uh, as a present. So yeah, I'm going to give her credit. So even though, you know, I know I, maybe a Lego Death Star might be a step too far, especially if I bought it myself. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about the wedding we're planning. It's still um, 300. That's six, yeah, that's the thing, though, when you're a certain age, when you can start to afford these, like, silly things. Do you know what I mean? When you're a kid, you go into the Lego... <laughs> like, I never, not that I ever went to the, 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 the Lego store as a kid, but I go in as an adult now. Like, there's kids in there. Yeah. If we go to Watford and Gemma's going into, like, Primark, she's like, do you want to go in the Lego <laughs> shop? And I'm like... Do you go, yeah, what, do you go yeah, while she's 30, in Primark? 32-year-old man is like... I'm going to go in the Lego shop. You go in that boring adult shop and I'm going to go in the Lego do, one. Do you split? Do you? Because that's what I used to do with my parents growing You know, as a child, I would, I would go off like they'd go to Morrison's and I'd go to game. Right. So do you split off? Do you like Gemma <laughs> Gem- goes? No. In, oh. no, no, generally not. Only I don't do Primark because I find it a bit too primeval in there. <laughs> yeah. That's so it's just, it's just like, oh, fuck, oh, Christ. <laughs> um, it just gives me a mind grain. 
and she knows it. It does. Like, it, it depresses me. Because she, like, she likes to like doodle and be like, oh, oh. what's this? What's this? And I'm like, oh, like no. a teenager. If I, if, do you know what I mean? Oh, like, absolutely. Oh, I, I, don't I, do this. I go full Kevin and Perry. I'm just like, oh, yeah. the lighting is yeah. really... Uh, and she knows this and she like, she's like, every time I do and she goes, we'll go, we're just going to go. And she never buys anything and she'll blame me. She'll be like, it's because you're behaving like this. I couldn't get anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I'm like, it's my fault. I'll be like, so you dragged me in there for nothing. <laughs> I wanted to go to the Lego store. Yeah. So now I'm like, I'm going to Primark and she just goes, she goes, I'm going to Primark. You can go in the Lego shop. And I'm like, uh, yes. Definitely, <laughs> I think we've, there's definitely a gender divide there because I know that when I shop, I'm very like I don't smell the roses, and I probably I end up spending too much on stuff because I just go I lo- I want this thing I'm getting it by, and yeah. I don't take the time. So they they're definitely the the I don't sense of I approach, don't right? return things either. I don't re- if I buy something I bought it. <laughs> no, I, don't, mine. I don't even so if it's, like, even if it's objectively wrong and I don't need this or it doesn't fit yeah. or whatever. I just can't be asked. If it's a bit too tight, I'll be like, yeah, well, put it at the back of the cupboard, and I'll eventually lose a few pounds and we'll fit into it. Yeah. But I literally, <laughs> I'm like, I'm in. I'm like, if I buy clothes, there's only yeah. like two or three shops that I buy my clothes from, and I'm like, and it's all quite plain. So I'm like, yeah, that 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 boom done. I think it's so, yeah, it's so important to acknowledge that like the efficiency of our approach, where we go in, get it, leave, yeah. definitely yeah. has consequences for things like making mistakes or buying something that's the wrong thing, and that's something that definitely my. I, no, that, to be honest that, with you, I don't really buy the. I don't really buy a lot. That's the thing. Is right. that. So when I do buy something, it's like I'm all in. But the like the the irony is is that the older you get, you get you know you, you generally you earn you earn more money, don't you? But your commitments elsewhere increase faster, so you can never justify spending your money <laughs> on say Lego. You know, had I known this five years ago, I think I would have spent more money on Lego. Because now I'm like <laughs> with my own kid. What's really it's her birthday on? It's Drew's birthday on Monday, so um, I. As she's been growing up, I've been buying her Duplo because um, it's the closest thing to Lego. And um, I thought for her birthday, I was like, I'm going to buy some more Duplo. So I went on the Lego shop because I'm a VIP member. I get points. Of course you are. <laughs> and I was I spent like 50 odd. Like Duplo doesn't, doesn't go very far. When you're buying like spending 50 quid, you get not a lot. really. <laughs> so I bought her some Duplo. And I was, it was, it came to like forty-seven pounds or something, and then they were going to charge like six quid delivery, but anything over fifty quid, you get free delivery. So I bought myself some Lego Star Wars just to put it over the fifty quid. I love, <laughs> so I love I get, you so much. So I get the free delivery. What did you get? What did you get, Matt? I'm so, uh, I'm so excited. I've got my, uh, so you know the Lego, um, they do this mini Lego series for all the Star Wars stuff. You know they do the stubby versions of every yeah. um, vehicle. So it's like eight ninety nine. For like a little set cool. and i've got like 15 of these sets now they keep releasing stuff and every now and again i'll this is what i do i go oh, i'll spend nine quid <laughs> i build it i build it in like 15 minutes but and i've got a little shelf in my office that i put them on and it's just like oh my little awesome i'm so into this i so okay so i think i was gonna bring this up with you earlier and i, I just only just remembered i think the older we get there's going to be an apex eventually in this graph where we eventually get to an age where like, you know, the house is fine. You know, the mortgage is being paid, you're earning enough. The kids are growing up and they'll, they'll come a sort of second wind. I think for us, Burley, mm. we get to maybe like middle age where yep. suddenly it'll, it'll be a combination of, we have a little bit more disposable income, fingers crossed to play with. And yep. our respective partners will become super apathetic and bored of our shit. And they'll just go, I'll oh, do what you want. Let us do it. Just and let, let us do it. Yeah. 
and then let's yeah. do it. Now, yeah. in fact, and again, I will give her credit where it's due. I have, you know, unnecessarily bought upgrades of consoles, you know, things I maybe definitely didn't need. And I've come home with them and Kit's kind of looked at me and then she's gone, you know what? If it makes you happy, I'm cool with it. <laughs> so I think the only time it will become an issue is if like suddenly like, babe, why is the internet not cut out? Why is the internet cut out? And I'm like running for the hills because I'm like, I didn't pay it because I ran out of money. You know, that's <laughs> that's when I think it would become a problem in our house at least. But no, she's she's amazing. She's like so. It's it's it's, it's when you get to the point where you can finally get your man cave, and then you can, <laughs> yeah, and you, yeah, yeah. you get you get enough space that you can then start to fill you it. Can, Do you know you what I mean? Get a man cave without taking over a room that's wanted for the household. Yeah. Right. So I currently share my man cave, but yes. at one day I want my own man cave. <laughs> That's a dream. Listen, no, this is no this... no girls allowed. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> just to, well you just turn into a teenager again that's that's the dream <laughs> turn into a virgin again um so oh blew it away <laughs> <laughs> what your virginity <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay so there's a new segment that we're doing and i think it's a new segment because we can't remember the name of the old segment that we did for the q a we came Q&A. up with the name came up with a name didn't we and yeah. then it was uh and then we forgot what the name was and then we had to create a new one i think we said it off air anyway so i think we're all cool okay cool so we've got <laughs> our we've got a segment we had so much fun answering all of our all of the questions that our friends put to us on facebook and messaged us it was so much fun that back and forth it was gr- a really good laugh so we thought we'd do a interview a new segment an interview segment where burley and i take turns asking each other questions that we've never asked each other before and uh the this new segment is called interrogation interrogation oh dear so i did the i did the hands again by the way i did the full like chattering (laughs) teeth yeah i I hope you can imagine that physicalized i i have it in branded into my brain is amazing how it looks yeah okay so uh burley question number one Oh god! <sighs> I, I'm I, I literally don't know what you're going to say to this either, which is what's so exciting. Um, can you remember, as a child, I assume, the first time you decided this is what I want to be when I grow up? Oh, oh! I and I don't think I ever had that sort of um, clarity as a child. Interesting. I, I, I can't if i did i definitely can't remember it so it couldn't have been that clear i suppose <laughs> i suppose child maybe i've asked that wrong maybe like can you remember like the earliest back that you can remember going this is what i want to be this is my first big boy I job i think i think like uh when i was you know when you're doing all your gcse's and stuff i was gearing myself more towards a, like a like a big like a designer okay uh um and actually, funny enough, a con- like we talked about concept art earlier, like a concept artist, but I wasn't thinking about games and film and stuff. Uh, concept art is in like design, product design initially, I think I was looking at. Um, but I was never really passionately. So obviously I did all my GCC's A-levels and I did a diploma and stuff and all that, but then I didn't take it any further. Um, yeah, so... Don't, I, I never really had any strong feelings okay. of uh what of in that in those early days um which i think is a probably not if i could go back in time i'd probably have to talk to my past self and give give him some more clarity but um <laughs> no nah, no nah, i never really had that sort of this is this is it boom and then 
some some kids do, don't they? They're like, this is what I'm going to do, and then they just proper follow it all the way through. I <laughs> I know I know exactly what mine is, and yep. I definitely didn't follow it through, but I know exactly what it was, and I know how old it was too. Uh, I can remember getting an early learning center set of like fake money and like a fake shop <laughs> at like age probably like age five. I I do genuinely have a memory of this, and I told my parents i came running downstairs and said i want to work in tesco's well what's wrong with that nothing at all i just key, spe- key worker these days i spe- <laughs> i specifically remember wanting to be a checkout person because i like the boop i like the scanner <laughs> and i would i would in my kitchen set get, re- I'd have... get replaced by a robot though wouldn't you oh well yeah exactly i'm so glad i didn't pursue it you know but unexpected um, item in the bagging area <laughs> and it's and it's the robot employee <laughs> try, <laughs> trying to bag himself to escape but yeah i i was really fascinated by the self-scanners in in supermarkets so as a kid i always wanted to be a yeah i always wanted to be a tesco's employee. I'd, I'd say when i was like really young when i was a kid you know what you, and you you like everyone's like i want to be a fireman i want to be a policeman yeah, yeah. Like, my, mine was always like oh i want to be a soldier that's what I was getting at. I think it was those yeah. things. It was. Ah, uh, yeah. So mine was like soldier, army man. Do you know what I mean? That was my thing. Right. So I loved like running around in my army outfit in the with a stick, going eh, that that sort of. <laughs> I was that kid. Awesome. You know, running through bushes and whatnot. That was this, but that was never really a real. Yeah, that was. Just... Oh no, this wasn't meant to be like a specific. Like uh, this was my first I got, genuine I took career. It, I took it a bit serious. Yeah. Though, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Assume with us. It's Had I not. known that, I'd have just gone straight for army man. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, Burley. What's your first question? Okay, my first question to you, I've kind of got little follow up questions to it as well because it's sort of these almost like yes or no, and then if it's a yes or uh, anyway. Cool. Um, so, do do you? carry out or have you ever carried out any diy in in your household have you ever done a diy project and if like is that something you do so i think for in the spirit of full disclosure to say that i have led a diy project (laughs) (laughs) that would be false (laughs) i (laughs) definitely i definitely haven't I have definitely assisted in multiple instances of doing stuff like mounting the TV on our bedroom wall or doing some very minimal bits and pieces in Blake's room. Uh, I have definitely never gone, I'm building this table, babe. <laughs> uh, no, I, no, is the short answer, I suppose. Uh, yeah, but I've definitely uh, been involved. I'm, I'm, hel- I'm helpful. You've as- held things. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm really helpful as an assistant. <laughs> do you even own a toolkit? Like, yes. Do you have any tools? Yeah. Although I, I the house owns it. <laughs> it's not mine. It's not mine. I, st- I like. I, I. You couldn't say like. Let me just go get my tools. So no. I guess again. No, I don't. It's just the house. <laughs> the house has a screwdriver. <laughs> the house has a what? I, I guess How it does. does that... Yeah. The house is in the drawer. It's kits. Look, I'm just. It's hers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a <laughs> That's mad. <laughs> like, so you've never put up a shelf, built anything. I've assisted anything everything you've just said. I've done a really good job helping out with. So who does it then? Kit. <laughs> no. She's really handy well, with stuff like that. Well done, Kit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Your masculinity's just taking a hit there, isn't it? That's <laughs> <laughs> the sound of my penis. The, the only reason I've asked that is because I've been doing a lot of stuff around the house recently. And I thought, I wonder if JT ever does anything like this. 
I okay. Can I counter your? Can I respond to your question with another question? Yes, you may. What did you think my answer was going to be? I kind of knew what it was going to be, to be honest. <laughs> I wanted you to surprise me. <laughs> oh, sorry, I let you down. I've never actually uh, directly asked it. I've, I've no. only read between the lines. <laughs> no, no, I know. I like that. I like that you've done. You kind of had a narrative in your head where you assumed what my answer would be. I love that. That's great. Because yeah, you're thought... right, though. We've never had that conversation. So. I've, but I would have thought like you'd be like, yeah, I've got this thing, and I I do this all the time. I've, I've, I'm building an extension, you know. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> but <laughs> naturally, I thought, no, he's probably and. I thought you'd own at least a screwdriver, and the fact that you just, yeah. I definitely it's... don't have anything that I could say is mine. Yeah, okay. It's only good. I've had to do the fences in my back garden recently, and I had to buy a, um, uh, I had to dig out the old posts from the concrete, and I was trying to do it by hand. And after three weeks of smashing it out, and I broke my hammer, I was going to hire a pneumatic drill from HSS. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll let you, I won't explain it too much. I won't confuse you but it was 75 quid to hire it for all a right day. hold on hold on <laughs> fuck you that was so, that was so patronizing <laughs> i won't explain it to you because you know kit owns the screwdriver yeah, so, you know. put her on the phone she'll know what i'm on <laughs> yeah i've just been replaced yeah. um yeah. i swear you sent a photo it was a while ago you sent a photo of like this contraption did you see yeah i shared it because um, what was that it was that's my pneumatic um, electric dr- um, pneumatic drill. Oh, so. you did get one. Oh, I thought you yeah, weren't. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said you weren't going to get one. No, I wasn't. But then I had to because oh. um, just <laughs> yeah, as what okay. I just what I did because this this concrete went down like three feet underground, and oh, had geez. I been trying to smash it, I'd have been there for months. But um, it was like seventy five quid to hire one, or one hundred and twenty quid to buy it. So I bought it thinking, well, I've got it now, and uh, it's uh, it's um, it's really cool. But uh, it's just that I had I had to buy this ridiculously overpowered tool for one little job, <laughs> and it, and uh, I've got it now for life. But it, it's it's just it's my most biggest asset in terms of equipment, just for that small job. And I, I if you so if you need any concrete breaking out, mate, come to this guy. Um, let Kit know. Well, you don't, right. don't no, don't worry about it, mate. You know I've got pneumatic drills coming out. I'm all right. <laughs> I got it. You know what I mean? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Worries. <laughs> yeah. So I just, yeah. Anyway, if you, if you need a screwdriver that's not mine, <laughs> I've got, I've got like yeah. Is it? Do you know if it's a Phillips or a flathead? Oh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> or is it a multi one? <laughs> Literally, you're saying words and I don't know what they mean. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So you can only screw one type of screw in your house. I can hold the screw bag. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm really no, good. At, I'm, I'm really good at reading. That's why I want the picture hung up, honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Quick, quick, move on. Question number two. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. uh, Burley, question number yeah. two. Far away. If and it's actually really this is really interesting because of what we talked about with the Lego sets and justifying purchases, right? Yeah. If um if money was no object, and you could create a business that would be profitable and will be viable and there will be no issues with it it would run and it would be great what is the dream burly creation so it'll be like a barcade type oh thing. okay interesting um, yeah so it'd be i went to one in new york and it was really cool and it was basically like uh like a hipstery type bar <laughs> but it had like loads of old retro game machines in it oh doctor 
uh so like Pac-Man and like Sonic like all of the you know all the classics in there uh like time even some of like more of the modern-y like time crisis and stuff like that um in there so we just had this back catalogue of um video games but it was in a bar <laughs> and each game had like a shelf next to it and uh, there was like a queue around the block because it's America though it's like you have to be over 21 to go in so it's all adults <laughs> so it had a really adulty vibe to it awesome. uh, and it was really cool and I thought oh, I'd love to do like if you can have something like that it'd be really cool um, yeah something like that probably cool good answer Barcade yeah I couldn't call it, it was called Barcade so I couldn't use that that name but but as a con- concept the concept yeah. of a bar barcade type thing that's really uh, cool but yeah maybe maybe build upon it a little bit um well if you're looking for a location yeah. um i just saw on facebook earlier today that frankie and benny's and, and chiquitos up at leisure world are both closing <laughs> there's gonna be nothing left up there it's gonna be just tumbleweeds and this a subway be, it's just yeah and a, there's a nando's that's all that's yeah. safe <laughs> nando's ain't going nowhere and to be fair it? a really cool cinema to be fair but, cinema's all right yeah. yeah by cinema standards it's okay um obviously talking to the one with a guy with a higher expectation I, and to be cinemas. fair an objectively better cinema in fairness yeah. i I, went, yeah. I i do love the imax i will defend that thing because it's incredible that experience but the <laughs> average fair, the cinema we've got in hemel is pretty good for hemel that's yeah <laughs> absolutely and if that's the, if that's the metric by which we're judging it then yes definitely it, it is in hemel so by what it is it's pretty darn good <laughs> yeah. um uh, but that's that's a shame that that's all going. It's going to be a bit of a desolate up there now, isn't it? Bizarre. I like Frankie and Benny's as well. That does. I like to go there for breakfast when you want a cheap and cheerful. We breakfast. had a couple of really nice breakfasts there, didn't we? One morning. Oh, you know? me and we used to go. Me I and John used to go there maybe once every six, need, seven weeks. We'd whenever, go and pop in. When everything returns to some degree of normalcy, then I really want us to revive that, and we'll have to find a new place now, I guess. But. Um, trust there's plenty of places I'm, you're talking to the breakfast man here I'd, since <laughs> we've had drew we don't go out for dinner anymore we go out for breakfast because it's cheaper and easier you can Love take it. kids to it Love so it. uh i know all the places i know all the good spots but yeah up. we'd go but frankie benny's is always one of those ones where if you didn't really want to go too far and you didn't want to spend too much money that's where you'd go <laughs> yeah absolutely oh, guy that's going i know oh, i was, a bit, I was a bit deflated by that um burley what is your second question I've got one here. Again, uh, one that we've never directly um, talked about, but I can't know the answer to it, I suppose, is <laughs> how often do you have a alcoholic beverage? Hmm. Well, the fact that I'm having to think about it is quite telling. Bear with, me, bear with me one moment while I just sip on my, my wine. Hold on. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll just have one of my... delicious. Do you... I... All right, Smaug. Um, yeah, sorry. So... I've been drinking this the whole time that we've been uh, talking. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, um, uh, I'll have my uh, custard creams. Um, so. Because <laughs> I know you're like a sweet, you're a sweet tooth. You're like a s- oh. sweet guy, and you? Yeah, incoming uh, diabetes. Um, yeah, yeah, so you like things that are sweet. And I know you do drink very rarely the odd side, like the sweet cider, but you, you, you're, yeah. not a, you're not really a drinker. But so I'm like, how, because I found myself drinking more recently. Than, but bear in mind more is not a lot still sure i very i don't in the last few years i don't really drink but i was just thinking if, I, if that's how often i drink i wonder how often jt drinks so that's again you haven't actually answered the question so I, <laughs> uh i i think so i think i'm the opposite i think lockdown i've i've had less considerably and i hardly had anything to begin with um i will 
indulge in a cider with something like a steak dinner. I think that's often oh, something I have oh, with it. Oh, cider with steak. Oh, baby. It's so no. good. Um, no. I didn't mean to make you wretch. <laughs> um, no. But, but no, cider with it. You just have cider with just cider, isn't it? It's, that's it. Oh, no. If I'm having... Uh, yeah, I, I don't really like beer particularly. Um, uh, it would definitely be more cider and maybe wine, but wine would be even rarer. To be honest, dude, it's never been something I've uh, gravitated to. And I think a lot of that actually comes from when we were both but teenagers growing up where you and your brother would just try desperately to get me pissed and it would never work because apparently my liver is made of gold. So, um, yeah, I, I think just not, not being interested in drinking just kind of became a, a running gag for me, I guess. I'll be honest. My, most of my drinking these days is not to get drunk. Sure. It's, it's to, uh, 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 my thing at the minute is 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 red wine. Is the I actually got into beer a bit recently. Actually, it was one of my lockdown things. Is getting it drinking like a few beers a week now. Um, but wine is the if I'm going out, it's wine, hands down, because I just love wine. Um, the trouble is, it does get you absolutely gone <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you have, to, especially if you like me. I'm like, this is so delicious. I'm going to have so much of it, and then <laughs> and then and then it's coming out of you. Um, so <laughs> maybe that's um, maybe that's why you poo so much. Um, I, I, yeah, I, for me it's definitely uh, a rarity. It's not something, but it's not something I'm actively choosing not to. Right? Like I'm not going. Oh, I couldn't possibly. Like it's that's not it. I just don't have a particular want for it. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Just just very rarely these days. Um, but and if, not. And if, if you do, it's 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 a cider. Yes. Yeah, a definitely. Pink, a pink cider. It with a strawberry in it. <laughs> with a strawberry in it once a month. That was our first my first date with Kit. Uh I <laughs> I ordered she ordered a cider with a strawberry in it, and I ordered a beer, and they took one look at me and gave me the cider. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, was, like just I immediately set the emasculation bar. Like just <laughs> right right at the start. Um so Burley, my final question to you, and this is I really don't know what the answer is to this. Okay. Because I, I, okay. Well, I, I have, I have, I do have an idea of one thing, and if you don't mention it, I'm gonna see what you think because of what yeah. something I've observed. Do, do you think you have any like physical ticks? Like, do you have any like, things you do? You know, some people will like you know um, spin a pen between their hands, you know, yep. or or something like that. Do you have any? physical yep. things that you do yeah yep. okay yep. go on yeah yeah so i um i i used to be a rattlesnake in a previous life and <laughs> i will um when i'm sitting sitting down i will shake one of my feet rapidly like so you can't so they're a blur so just like and my feet will i'll just shake my foot like I, like yeah shake my foot tap my foot really really quick um i used to do it at work at, um uh when i worked at one of my places i i had a uh like a boot that had a buckle on it and when i would sit there shaking and the buckle would go and i would just not hear it because i'm just wrapped up in what i'm doing and my <laughs> colleagues would just be like what are you doing because it's just under the desk <laughs> with my buckle just going crazy where i'm just shaking my foot like a rattlesnake um <laughs> So that is one of my. That's, that's a good one. 
yeah, one of my t- if I'm sitting watching a film at home or I'm laying back in a chair, like if I'm sitting back in the chair, I w- I've not been doing it tonight actually, but at work I'll be on my maybe I'll have a phone a phone call and I'll just be shaking my foot really rapidly. Interesting, because that's okay. Because I have one I've observed you do. I've probably got oh yeah I've got other ones like because <laughs> I was like gonna close closing my eyes when I eat is another one. <laughs> Dude, that wasn't what I was gonna say, but that's so good. No, that's like so so good. next time you see me eating and I'm in and I like something, <laughs> you're, you're, so you're... If I take a bite. I'll close my eyes as I'm biting and yeah, really enjoy it. So I yeah, uh, my it looks, my one. People, when people realise it, they go, "Whoa, is he getting a bit into that?" And I'll just, I just close my eyes when I eat sometimes. So I, I, okay, so mine is an eye thing. I know I do something, and I, it's taken me a little while to train me out of it. I it was because of our podcast we used to shoot in your kitchen. All right. I noticed something. I did. I slow blink. <laughs> where where I like I like the blink is held a bit too long, so it looks like I'm just shutting my eyes for a second. And it's, it's normally, if I was like, say I'm facing, like I'm facing my microphone right now, I'm looking at the monitor. If I turn like 90 degrees to my left, because you're on my left and you're talking to me, I would like turn and I'd notice every time I did it, I'd slow blink. And it looks like, it looks like I'm malfunctioning. And it was just a weird visual tick that I'd never noticed for myself until that. And I, I became really conscious of it and, uh, and really had to work to keep my eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> are you just taking like mini power naps? Is that like, what it is? Like micro naps, basically yeah. every time. Like yeah, you're just recharging every time. What's the other? What's the other tick you've noticed of me then? Because you gonna... So this uh, this is something I've noticed for years, and we've never talked about it. <laughs> Go on then. Uh, it start. I'll tell you what it started. Uh, you and I playing Halo split screen with an Ethernet cable running to your brother's bedroom, where there'd yeah. be sometimes depending on the gathering, there'd be like eight of us, four player split screen in each room. Yeah. And I glance over at you, and you're playing Halo, and you're really into it, right? Oh, it... I know where you're going with this one. Does oh. it involve my tongue? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I, I've i deemed it the concentration tongue. Yeah. Because you yeah, really... Yeah. It shows on your face how into something you are. And the, and the, yeah. the I'll tell you the last time I saw it, I yeah. brought my Nintendo Switch around your house, and we were playing Road Redemption. You know that game on the motorbikes? Oh, yeah. Where you have to, like, smack... And I just happened to glance to my right, and you were so getting into pulverizing people with a, with a flaming pole that you were there and just... <laughs> I, <laughs> it just looked like I'm chewing on my tongue. <laughs> yeah. And it's always in the left cheek. Left cheek. Yes, yeah, because yeah, I was yeah. sitting on your left, so I noticed it. And it, yeah, was, uh, yeah, yeah. it, it was so sweet. It was very yeah. endearing. I, I, I do that a lot still. Yeah. Trust me. Like, like next time we have a session and we're t- all together, watch, and I will be doing it. <laughs> what I want to do is I want to be feeding you food at the same time to see if you shut your <laughs> eyes and do concentration tongue at the same time. While shaking my foot. And then, but, uh, yeah. Just watch me explode. <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just shake, shake myself off the sofa and bite my tongue. And I'll turn towards you and look like, why is JT taking a mini nap? Why is he? Yeah, so- what's he doing? Like, what's he doing? Adam, just stop what you're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> oh, that's amazing oh, those are, yeah i think you've probably hit three those are probably three of my biggest ticks to be fair yeah the, I... tongue, the tongue one i'm i'm i'm, I'm, I'm yeah good spot concentration well tongue yeah, yeah i yeah. i have one where if i have a pen i have to do it this comes from when i just was bored at my doing my a levels and it's something i still do to this day i balance the pen between my thumb and my second finger with it like an l-shaped gap and mm. i throw mm. it up in the air keeping my hand rigid and catch it again and catch the pen horizontally 
on the top of my hand. Not, like, in my hand, but, like, on the top of my, like... You have to demonstrate that for me at some point. I will. I, I probably haven't painted. That it. takes quite a bit. That's not. A, that's not a thing. That's almost like an intent, very intentional thing to do, isn't yes, it? Yes, and I'm actively choosing to do it. And I sometimes, if I, I'm holding a pen right now and started doing it, and that's what made me remember, is I've been talking to you whilst doing this in my hand. Just I used to be a notorious pen chewer. Like I would okay. chew the near, like the the lid of my biros, like to the point where they were just like just because people would they would want to borrow your pen all the time, wouldn't they? Um, but yeah. if you gave them one with a manky shit, you'd be like, here you go. They'd be like, oh, no, I'm all right. They'd be like, yeah, it's my pen. Um, yeah, so I used to be a massive chew- pen chewer, but I don't really – you know, I don't even use pens anymore because I feel like as the years go on, you're like less, you write less and less. Everything's typed. But, um, yeah, those, those are my free ticks anyway. <laughs> so, and I generally uh, – most of the time, I don't even know I'm doing it. <laughs> like you'll so, have to point it out <laughs> concentration tongue um yeah, yeah I, I was absolutely unaware of the slow blink until i saw those videos and it's really obvious too it's often when i'm looking across or i'm agreeing with something i just i just hang on to it a bit too long it was just sometimes it's in your photos when you do a photo you 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 have the same pursed lips and the, the eyes a bit squinty that's the <laughs> thing that you do okay so but the... i always just thought that was just like like you were very no, conscious I... about Oh, I'm conscious. Having a photo done, and you're like, oh no, I'm pause. The slow blink, almost like if you're doing a slow blink, it's done. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm very conscious of my teeth, and I have really, I have perfectly straight teeth. I I did the braces, and I did that for two and a half years, so I've I've got nice teeth. But I, I'm very, I was very conscious of them growing up, so I don't like showing my teeth when I smile. So and and I definitely go a little bit sort of oriental when I, because my eyes, like, because because I'm smart, because I have such a, I, I smile with my whole face. So yeah. my eyes are included in that. I'm getting serious smile lines uh, on the just to the left and right of my eyes. Uh, just accept it; it's fine. Yeah, I'm not. I, I love smile. it. I'm, just I'm do in. it. Show a bit of uh, calcium when you smile. You know, <laughs> uh, Burley. What's your final question for me? Right, I've got I've got one here. So um, you might know this straight away, or you might um, um and ah about this. To be fair, but what is your and you touched on this previously before in today's episode. What is your most favourite games console you've ever owned? I know this answer immediately. It's the GameCube. Whoa. Without a shred of doubt. Um, really? I, I have to, you know, I have really fond memories of specific games on other platforms. So Halo is a big one. Yeah. Um, but the GameCube for me represented Nintendo at their weirdest because it didn't sell well. So they were they were forced to be experimental, and that's what led to a cell shaded Zelda game, Wind Waker. It's what led to Mario Kart Double Dash, where you had two people on a cart instead of just one. One person drives and one person shoots the weapons. It was just this gorgeous, weird cube thing with a carry handle on the back, physicalized memory cards that you slot in the front. It felt both old school and really modern. It had those super weird little discs. Those mi- not even mini discs that you get like in a Walkman. It was like a proprietary Nintendo only mini disc thing that would go in. I had so many amazing multiplayer experiences playing that console. And it is just still to this day, my favorite. What What is your favorite game that you had on that console that you rem- that you played? What brings the big, the happiest memories? Um, if it was a Nintendo-made game, so only on the GameCube, yeah, just on would, that, on that, particularly on that console, it would be uh, Zelda Wind Waker. 
because that game just blew me away just that the, it was so open that was the one where you could sail across the ocean to different islands it was just so open and it just it was the kind of one of the first open world games i think i played ever and it just uh, just was mind-boggling um but the actually my favorite game of all time is on the gamecube it's a multi-platform game but i bought the gamecube version so i think of that game when i think of that console if you yep. see what i mean because yeah, yeah. it's my favorite game i think of the gamecube it was um a game called beyond good and evil which uh there's... yeah you've mentioned this before yeah, yeah yeah not particularly remarkable in its design in you know on the face of it it's a third person action adventure game but it had so much we talked about art design oh my lord the art design of that game it would blow your mind they've been teasing another one for that for ages though Beyond good and evil 2 is this project that I, I, I lost it when they announced that at E3, like maybe two, three years ago. It's still cooking. I reckon it's going to be next gen. I don't think we see it on these consoles. I think we get it on PS5 yeah, and Xbox yeah. Series X. Well, at this point now, you're not going to get anything. What's the point? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just bump it to next gen, please. Because I think it'll be amazing on that. And they've turned it in from this small, intimate action-adventure game into this giant open-world, open-universe, multiplayer co-op space pirate game. That's what mm. the new one is, and I'm so excited. So, because I have such fond memories of the original, to see what they're doing with this new one is just oh, um, yeah. That's it, man. GameCube for me. Amazing. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Like it's something that was what 15, 16, 17 years ago is still Easily. holding the top spot. The amount of consoles that have come out since then. Yeah, I think. Um... Yeah, no, you're right, and I think it's also helped because I introduced the first Mario Party game I played with my kids was on the gamecube so really? they, because they loved the controllers they were these sort of goofy big button controllers that you know look ridiculous but they loved them because it was something they'd never seen before so I, and that to me has a now really special memory because i i introduced them to something that i really love so that in itself has kind of like reaffirmed it for me and and reminded me why it's my favorite it is an incredibly childish sort of console isn't it but um in a good way. In a good way. Yeah, you know, it's remember, very, it's very my, pure, um, isn't it? It's very. I remember like... my brother had it. Yeah. And um, and I had the um, PlayStation, PlayStation Two. He had the game. But here's GameCube. the thing, though, man. The GameCube. I know it was this. It was a Nintendo console, like you say, the childish, quote unquote, but not in like a negative connotation, right? It was just. Yeah. They just built it for that audience. That console was also the console that I played 007 Nightfire on, and Time Splitters Two, and Conflict Desert Storm. Oh, that Conflict Desert Storm. What a game. Now, on the GameCube... Time Splitters, what a game. Oh, oh. On, on the GameCube, it was a little powerhouse, that thing. It was. It would wipe the floor with the PS2 in terms of raw power. Because the PS2 was so much older, right? The GameCube came along so much later. It. I played those games first time on the GameCube, doing four-player split-screen. Unbelievable. Just incredible. Red Faction, I played on the GameCube. Really? It was on the GameCube? It was ported to the GameCube, yeah. So the yeah. GameCube, the GameCube was a very uh, like a, a social console, wasn't it? It was very always the one so. that you would play as a group yes. around a lot, a lot more than a, a PlayStation. Uh, I think PlayStation was so geared to playing on your own. There were so many great solo games on that machine, and the fact that GameCube still had the four ports on the front where you could plug in four controllers. Yeah, that was oh, it. And yeah. and the first games console I ever played where they had it had a wireless controller. They released the Wavebird for the GameCube. It was a wireless controller that they hadn't made them before. No platform it was unheard of. You got to remember, dude. Wireless controllers. The first con Xbox console was the 360 
to have wireless yep. controllers. Yeah, it right? was the 360, yeah, and the PS3 for PS3. The PS3. So the yeah. GameCube was way ahead of its time in that regard. Now the controller was like, you know, it would be perfect for Jason because you know he's got his <laughs> shovel hands, right? So it, it would be perfect because it was massive, and you had to plug in this giant receiver into the front of the console. But massive, it was di- a massive dinner plate. Like to a, play with. Yeah, it was like a giant antenna at the front. But it was amazing, and and it also gave me Super Smash Brothers Melee, which is one of the greatest Smash games of all time. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the, the what the games, the things I remember from that was uh, Super Smash Brothers, and um, I thought we played Tekken. On oh my that. god, yes, Time Slitters as well. All those games. Just I had times I played that on the PlayStation, but. Um... Yeah, I have to. And was it Rogue Squadron? Was it there was a Star Wars game, Rogue Squadron? Hundred percent. Rogue Squadron and Rogue Leader, two of the best Rogue, Star Wars yeah. games ever made. They still look good to this day, and they still play well. They are unbelievably good. I remember playing that on that as well. Burnout. But, uh... Burnout. The racing yeah, game Burnout. Uh, that we, was. I think my we had jam. Burnout on that as well. Yeah. It oh. was. Yeah. It just. It just reminds you of like how old well, we must have been. What fourteen, fifteen, maybe. Yeah, that's it. So while while you look at the GameCube and you look at a lot of Nintendo consoles as as kind of aiming at that younger market, it was also home. Resident Evil 4 was a GameCube exclusive. And then it eventually got ported to, you know, in later generations to other consoles. But at the time, it was like, that was it. So, yeah, it had some really hardcore games on it that informed my tastes as I've gotten older. Um yeah and you and you still go back to it to this day still go back to it to this day still got it yeah fair play yeah man dedication there 100 percent um burley this has been an absolute treat and that is a wrap on episode four of burley bears and a teat Teat. so (laughs) thank you so much for joining us once again burley Thank you so much for jumping into this podcast with me. It is always a pleasure. Always have a good time. Yeah. We'll S- see- Spitting some drivel. <laughs> always. Always. <laughs> uh, some drivel. <laughs> we obviously need to, as I've, as we started last time, uh, please, what is your signature sign-off? Goodbye, everybody. I'm going to bed. Oh, it's gorgeous. Um, you can find Burley and Atit on all good podcast services, Spotify, iTunes, and still maybe Google. I don't know if it's ended up on there yet. Um, we are part of the Some Dribble podcast, a podcast about segues, positivity, and silliness. You can find that on all good podcast services as well. And you can find us on Facebook at Some Dribble, on Instagram at Some Dribble as well. Burley. Thank just you so net, much. I just net my wine as well. Oh, so good. <laughs> what it's a giving great... me goosebumps on my balls. What a... <laughs> what a great way to wrap it. Thank you so much, Burley, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Cue the southern banjo. <laughs> I mimed a banjo. <laughs> So did I. I was mind the <laughs> I sat there in my leaning back going doing the fingers. <laughs> so I had I played like the chords as well. <laughs> the whole thing. Don't even know how to play the banjo. Oh, oh, oh.